about to hear a powerful teaching session by Bishop Eddie Addy with the Macarius Church workers, leaders, and pastors. Learn all about the work of the ministry and how you can be practically involved in building God's mega church. Let us pray, Father, thanks a million for the wonderful privilege we have to be in your presence. Thank you for the blessing of this hour of impartation. Please let heaven be open upon our heads. For without you we can do nothing. And so Lord, the work and assignment you have given to us, we need your mighty input. The input of your mighty Holy Spirit. And so tonight, guide us, lead us, and help us. In Jesus name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. Ah, good to see you. And um, for the few minutes, it's not this one is not long. I promise you. Just, but this morning I began to talk about um, a mother's great faith. From Matthew 15, uh, from verse 21, and um, this woman, the Syrophoenician woman, she had an encounter with Jesus, and four times um, she was virtually bumped off and um, virtually eliminated from a place of deliverance for her daughter. One of them was that she tried to call Jesus and Jesus didn't mind her. And um, she went to the disciples and then they sacked her. They, were, they attempted to sack her and they went to Jesus to complain and to sack her. And Jesus didn't really sack her. Then Jesus explained that he has not been sent to any other group apart from the house, the lost sheep of the house of Israel. You understand? So it meant that she was not in the category of people who qualify for deliverance, for blessings, and for the touch of God. And then, um, number four, she came to worship Jesus. And then when she bowed to Jesus, Jesus said that it is not right or it is not meat to give the children's bread to the dogs. So she, he used, um, he used an insulting remark or analogy about the woman to illustrate a point. These were all major bumping off points. And what I want to say is that these are the junctions of elimination that many people in ministry falter. Many people do not advance. Because they get to a place where if somebody doesn't mind you, you get offended and then you are bumped off. You are just eliminated from the race. And you see, interestingly, just when she managed to endure the insult and, and then she accepted the spiritual diagnosis of a dog for herself, she, she capitalized on it and said, dogs eat cramps. 
And if children are eating, by all means, some will fall on the ground. So the dogs can eat the one from the ground. So it doesn't have to come from the table. And Jesus said, oh woman, great is thy faith. Beautiful. Now, this is where many people don't get to. Because when Jesus said, great is your faith, then he proclaimed the blessing upon her and declared that, go your way. Eh? Let it be unto you according to your desire or what you will. And then the daughter was delivered from that very hour. So it means that just at the point where deliverance was coming, insult was just around the corner. So it's like whatever is insulting to you can get you to a point where you'll be eliminated from it. Now tonight, I felt in my heart to share with you on the pathology of offenses. Yes. Because, yeah, because I think that, what is pathology? Pathology is the science or the study of the origin, nature, and cause of diseases. Is the, 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 the pathology is the study of the origin, nature, and cause of diseases. That's what medicine, the branch of medicine that is called pathology deals with. How did the disease come about? What is its origin? How does it run? When it has finished its course, it's like if it has gone its logical end, what it leads to. So we have seen four of the items. When you are not minded, when um, they, they, it appears you are not desired, your presence is not needed. Sometimes you get the feeling that they don't want you around. How many have had a feeling like that before? Yes. And if you haven't felt it before, you don't have to be proud. Do you understand? Because you can feel it. And the day you are not ready when you feel it, you will be surprised that you of all people, you have turned into a beast. You used to shout here. And you see that you are not shouting anymore. And now you call us a cult. A cult or a juju place or that we are uh, whatever. A cult or some kind of this. And I, I, I say to myself that you... If we are using Jujuka Senka, oh, as we are talking like this, no, you will be around. And we will have mouth to speak. You will be talking now, appear in your dreams and slap you in the dream. When you wake up, you see that your cheeks have swollen from here to the door. Ah. I see when you are happy, it doesn't look like anything that you can ever say. In fact, when um, the prophet, eh, he looked at, I think it was Jeroboam, eh, that he looked at him and he started weeping. And he said, I see what you do. Was it Jeroboam? Haziel uh, Haziel he said I see what you would do the king of Syria what you would do to the people of God you are going to make their children fatherless you are going to cut open their pregnant women and he said what am I a dog that I would do something like that because when you look at yourself you can't imagine 
that you can cut a pregnant woman open. A lot of you are sitting here looking at my face. When we are preaching, you won't listen well. And you won't look at the thing well. Today I was telling a guy that, look, you have just come out of a sermon that I've preached on this woman's faith. And Jesus said that woman great is thy faith based on her ability to stomach insults and apparent bumping of, you know, uh, uh, treatment. Yes. And Jesus saw it as great faith. He didn't look at, it was not like, I claim that I'll have a, 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 a deliverance or that Satan is going out of my daughter or that I'm going to get a car or a house. <laughs> if you read Luke 17 from verse 1, the Bible explains that Jesus was talking and he said, um, when your brother offends you, hmm, it must needs be the offenses should come. Woe to him through whom they come. But then he went on to say that if your brother offends you and he turns to ask for rep- that he's, uh, he's repented and he's sorry, you ought to forgive him. And if he offends you seven times in a day, eh, you must forgive him seven times. In fact, I think it's in Matthew 18 or somewhere where he says that how often should my brother offend me and I should forgive him. Because that one was a question from Peter. And then Jesus said that, um, and he asked until seven times. And Jesus says, no, not seven times, but 70 times seven. And a man of God I heard, he said, uh, Matthew eighteen twenty two. And then uh, the man, a man of God I heard said that, that 70 times seven is in a single offense. So it has to be a type of offense, the same one, 70 times 7 in a single day. I mean, I think he was trying to show you that it's not like something you should count. Because if you want to count, it's not even that you can count all the offenses. Yeah. So by the time you even forgive the first one, it's back to zero and then you have to start counting again. I mean, it's, it's not possible. But offenses, being hurt, being offended, do you see, you are easily hurt, hot-tempered, you are just easily flare up those type of things. They eliminate you from places where miracles occur. Miracle of deliverance, miracle of healing, miracle of um, safety, miracle of... Um, even let's say a ministry that has flourished because some of us you don't know what you can become in the future you may probably be a better preacher than me but you can't tell i was also sitting in congregations just like you and i don't think anybody even knew that i could preach or even sing i was in north Kanishi baptist church i went for outreaches and everything but i don't think they thought i could preach or anything like that so they never even took me serious. Recently, these days, I've been going to preach in the same church with some of the members who were there when I was a little boy. They are still in the church. They never thought that I could become anything. Because when you sit in a congregation, you yourself don't know the potential that is in you. Because you are just a seed. And the seed, when it is planted in the appropriate soil, is very powerful. 
So you may not know that you are a pastor of a thousand micro churches. Are you see? Many people are eliminated before they get to the place where they can exhibit or demonstrate or be used for these purposes. You don't get there. Because something will by all means happen. You see that your face has changed. And something will happen by all means. You see that you don't want to be around anymore. And something will happen. You see that the place where you have now you felt insulted. How can they use an analogy like this about me? Everybody was there and then I felt so embarrassed. You feel embarrassed. You have not been embarrassed before. That's why today you are so happy. You are around, you shout amen and you praise the Lord and all these type of cat calls when we are preaching. You have not been tried. Many people fail when they get actually tried. I mean, you can preach about loyalty, you can preach about all these things, but you are not passing any test if you have not written any exam. It is when tests come that you know whether you have learned or not. But if you have not had any test, it's that, oh, this, this exam, when it comes, I'll pass. Oh, wow, this is a good subject. Oh, I know all these ones. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, powerful. That's how many of us are. You just sort of brush aside all this. When we are even preaching, you don't even think you are the one. Even as I'm preaching now, you don't think that you are a person who can change or become somewhere. Hello. I know people who are better than you. They are, they are sitting in place better than your chair that you are sitting on. They are not around. Wild, wild people. I'm telling you, if you may, we mention names right now, you even, you, you even become depressed. Out of heads, offenses. So let me just run through my few uh, pathological points. On offenses. That's what I feel like preaching to you. Because somebody is about to be delivered by God. It's a deliverance service. So let's look at uh, a couple of things. Number one. When your colleague is commended and you are overlooked... In Genesis chapter 4, and I'm beginning from Genesis, and I, I hope I can run through other things. In Genesis 4 3, it says, And it, in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground an offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had not respect. So, God commended and God had respect for Abel's sacrifice. But Cain's sacrifice was not respected. And you can be in a church, you can be around, but you may not, you haven't reached there. The day will come when somebody is respected or commended or applauded in a way and you are not applauded when you thought you have also done something similar that's the day that you will see that your face can change 
And look at how his face changed. I'm looking, I'm talking about the pathology of expenses. The origin is somebody is respected and you are not respected. Somebody is commended, you are not commended. And Cain was very wroth and his countenance fell. Watch out for the day that your countenance falls or your face changes. Countenance is face. Watch out for the day that something happens and your face changes. Mm. Yes. Both of you are soloists. When one sings, the whole church is standing, they are shouting, they are clapping, and when you sing, the applause is not loud. Your countenance can fall. Both of you came to church at the same time. Both of you have been shepherds around the same time and been doing similar work around the same time and achieved similar results and even passed the exam. But somehow, you were overlooked in the appointment. And your colleague was appointed ahead of you. It leads to the changing of face. So when you see somebody whose face has changed, or when you see that your face has changed, ask yourself that what is the source of this face? And, and when, you see, you sit down and think that it's, I'm just preaching for you to clap. I'm trying to speak to your heart. One day somebody asked me, how have you been able to stay around for so long? If perhaps these are some of the secrets, I will tell you that there are times when people came, people were applauded, people were uh, given a certain respect, and we who have been there around for a little longer did not have similar uh, respect or accord. Do you understand? And accorded similar honor. Do you see? Or even higher honor for being around anything. But you see, sometimes a system can have that. Somebody can come and can easily be commended and you have been there. And there's no commendation like that. And then you see that your face has changed. Your countenance has fallen. And what was there? When that thing ran its course, what was the result? So what happened? Let's read on. It says, and, in, and Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth, and why is thy countenance fallen? And what did he say? If thou doest well, shalt thou not be accepted. And if thou doest not well, sin lieth at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. Verse 8, he says, And Cain talked with Abel, even though God has seen that your face has changed. You see, when that thing is in you, you don't know what it can lead you to do. God himself has recognized that, Cain, your face has changed. And I don't know why you are angry because the thing, no, Abel did better than you. He did better than you. If you do well, you also will be commended, but you didn't really do well. Yes, you brought the sacrifice, you brought tomatoes and other things which is from the farm, and he brought blood. And I like blood, and I like fat. And he, he, I was, I'm not a vegetarian. I'm happy that he did what he did. And you, he is God. And you too, you have, you also have your own choices and things you like and things you prefer. So sometimes somebody does something and you prefer what he did. 
Yes, even though, yes, you have prepared, you have bathed, you have dressed, you have pre- uh, rehearsed everything. But when they sang, it's like, I, I prefer this one. Allow me to stand. If I stand for this one and I don't stand for you, you your face can change. Even these Christians, I select who is singing and who should sing. And I, I sometimes I say, oh, no, this one, he didn't sing well, so don't feature him. I, I am the manager and the the coach, yes, of the thing. And you can be in the Christians and your face can change that ah, but me too, I sing well. Oh, I don't know why I'm not being picked. Well, it's not yet, maybe it's not even the time. And it's my right. Allow me to have that right. Yes. And then the Bible says that he went, he took his brother, spoke to him, and he came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and slew him. Do you think you ever be a person who can kill someone? The day your face changes, and, and it just started with, we are going to sacrifice. Very harmless. But just on the way, then somebody's, oh, I had sick, Abel, I had sick. It's okay, I don't like it. I like your things. Then, Abel has not offended you. Abel has not done anything. If you have a problem, go to God. But that's where many faces change like that. So sometimes, in order to not even have people to excel, and applaud people you, have, you want to applaud. You sort of mulliganize everything. You let this one do some, this one do some. Today I was telling some guy, I said, look, I do not approve of your way of doing things. And I approve of the way this one does things. And I said, you have come in front of me. I've just finished preaching a message on heads on offenses. And you feel offended by your brother. And you are still holding on to the offense. He was shaking his head. I said, get up and go. I don't have time for this type of nonsense. I cannot just put you together because you are not performing. This one is performing. I should just put you together and just allow you to just run your course. Oh no, at all. When that happens, you see that you struggle with something for years. It never does well. Then when you get the one who is doing it well, no, it's like you don't want to offend this other one. So it's like everything should be there. So the things pause. Ah, yes, near Timsa. So when somebody is respected or applauded and you are not, and you can be there, if today I say, okay, Lante now should be my assistant. Or aide de camp. And I've made Pastor Eric, my aide de camp from sometimes, I just chose, I just arbitrarily chose, okay, I want this one. You say that you'll be here, you see that, I, I never thought, my, my, I didn't even think I was, I had a problem or something like that. But you see that you, you have a problem. I've been in the church for a long This church work, you see people who are nice, laughing, clapping, jumping, dancing. As soon as a switch is made and applauses are given and approvals are made of others, you see something coming that you never thought would ever happen. Not knowing that there was a murderer in you. That's why the Bible says that don't with an angry man thou shalt not go. Yes. 
No, 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 make no friends with an angry man and with an, and a furious man thou shalt not go. Yes. Don't make friends with an angry man and with a furious man. Don't go. So number two. And we'll cry next week. I don't know whether. And this season of impartation is just for a few weeks. After that, we will stop. Hey, number two. When someone is you, <laughs> it's okay. When you feel that someone is favored and preferred above you, in Genesis thirty-seven. We are reading from verse 2. It says, These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilah, Bilha, and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives. And Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Now Israel loved Joseph more than all his children because he was the son of his old age and he made him a coat of many colors. And when his brethren saw that their father loved him more than all his brethren, they hated him and could not speak peaceably with him. So you feel that somebody is more of a favorite child than you are. And fathers are there. You have to allow people to have their favorites. In fact, even when you use apps, like maybe even contacts, they are favorites. You have favorite contacts. Yeah, so the favorite contacts are contacts that are displayed even on your, uh, you, you have a particular button on your home page. When you press it now, you see that your favorites have come. Because every app, even they recognize. If you, you, iTunes, if you have music, they have favorites. Music you have played, even now they don't even ask you. They just watch the songs you play often and they themselves say that this is, these are your favorite because you play them a lot. So why shouldn't they, they choose it for you? <laughs> yes. And then you have the right, everybody has a right as a human being to have some favorites. I, I mean, it's not favoritism. It's not an evil thing. It's just that you can't love everybody the same. So if you find that somebody is loved a little more than you, you don't have to be jealous, you don't have to be envious, and you don't have to be angry. But it is the source of a lot of anger. One day a man or a pastor was sitting in front of me, and I said, I've been told that you started a ministry. You are one of our pastors, and you have started a church. You've been having prayer meetings, and you are still a pastor of our church. And he told me that there's a place where you meet. You, you put a tent there. He said, oh me? No, never. No, no. I'll come and see you. I'll come and see you. This was on a call. When he came to sit in front of me, then he said, oh, you know, he had dreams thrice that he was preaching in a very big church and it was not lighthouse. And that even there was another uh, another pastor in America who had a similar dream. So, four times. Yes. So, based on that, he realized that God is calling him to start something on his own. And I said, are you sure you are not hurt? He said, oh no, I'm not hurt. So I said, okay, fine. If that's what it is, then be careful. Because you know how it is. Our guns are pointed in a particular direction. If you go and stand there, it's not that we hit you, but the guns are already firing before you got there. So if you go and stand there, the thing will be ga 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 You say that we are firing at you. You'll be in the line of fire. 
Then he said, oh, but I want to ask one question before I leave. I said, ask, feel free. He said, why is it that since I've been in this church, every time my juniors are made overseers over me? You see. So then I realized that, oh, okay, 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 okay. So that's it. That's it. You always felt that people are preferred above you. That is what has led to your dream. Because dreams come out of the multitude of business. So once you see that every time your juniors are made overseers over you, it will go into your dreams one day. Now force it, you see that you are now dreaming that you are isolated. Like one brother said, he was in a boat or so then, before he realized he was out of the boat and he was drowning. What does it mean? <laughs> it's like the, in the boat where all these pastors and shepherds and he alone fell into the water. What does it mean? It's like he has fallen out of the system. So, receive the word and God is giving to you. Because there are fellowships and friendships that lead to fruitfulness and largeness. And many of the breakups of relationships, when you see the end of it, you see that it's not desirable. That's why pastors can leave our church 19 years, 17 years, they have come back. I'm sorry, I made a mistake. People have closed down their whole church. They've run for 17 years old. That I'm going back to my church because I feel that I made a mistake in my living. See, And all the people you have led and made them go astray. So, because you did not, you did not think of yourself that one day you can kill your own brother. And that one day you can, you can now take your own brother. You see, when this, this particular sickness, it led them to sell their brother to strangers. I didn't know that you can sell your brother. That's why Jesus said that if you hate somebody, you are a murderer already because you can do anything. You'll be surprised that you are sitting with armed robbers and arranging that, eliminate that pastor. You, a man of God, you will sit with killers and send them after your brother. Because you are angry. When Idahosa was alive, he heard of a commotion in one of his churches somewhere in the north part, northern part of Nigeria. So he sent his brother and some other senior bishops or pastors of his denomination to go and resolve the issue. They have not been seen up till today. The car was never seen and the human beings are nowhere to be found. I think four or five of them. Pastor Daniel, you see, even I'm watching videos and I'm seeing people whose names are mentioned in connection with understanding, in connection with love, in connection with forgiveness, in connection with loyalty, and in connection with departures. And they have departed. So I'm afraid to even mention your name. When I mention his name, then I, I remember somebody that I saw his name being mentioned and, and he's sitting there and the camera is on him and he has manifested exactly what has been what was portrayed in the preaching. Because you don't understand the pathology of offenses because the offenses, it must needs be that they should come. And some of it are brought to prove what is in your heart. 
and to test what you say me i love you one lady she came she said bishop she's not in the church what means that we are with you bishop we are with you we will never leave you nor forsake you and i'm saying that she is not in the church the person who stood up and said we are with you we will never leave we will never leave you nor forsake you we are not going anywhere we are here to the end she's no, no longer in the church Why you see some of these things that are happening in the social media and everything instead of commenting think about yourself yes and pray for yourself Hey, bring your chairs and come and sit on the right side so I can see your faces because I've seen people who are singing just like you are singing. They are not in the church. Or if you are not careful, you think that you there, your lot is to sing. But before you realize, it has become. Come forward nearer so that we can feel your presence. Beautiful. Ha. Ah. So when you feel somebody is favored, you see, favored, do you get it? I bet nego. You are sitting on a chair somebody was sitting on. Mm. Singing like you, very happy like you, but no, no longer. Paul, you are sitting on somebody's chair, somebody playing just like you, whatever, is now the avowed enemy of the ministry. So when we are preaching, you'll be thinking that it's somebody else. But who maybe there are some human beings be that are hanging on trees that we are looking at and addressing. You don't think that you are sitting here, you you are you are you are you can be one. Number three. When someone reports your evil deeds to authorities. I'm talking about the sources of offenses and the, <laughs> the course that it runs. Are you hearing that? When someone reports your evil deeds to authorities. In Genesis 37 verse 2 we read, These are the generations of Jacob. Joseph, being 17 years old, was feeding the father, father's flock with his brethren. And the lad was with the sons of Bilhah and with the sons of Zilpah, his father's wives, and Joseph brought unto his father their evil report. Based on that, many people don't like to say the evil that some people are doing. Because you feel that they will hate you. And they hated Joseph for reporting on them. They used to take some of the sheep when they go and sell them, eat them, anything. You come and tell daddy, daddy, this is what the people are doing. And, and, and Israel loved Joseph. You will love, you, you will love the person who tells of the evil. They are stealing from the offering, bishop. One time, a big man of God in town, he put cameras inside his counting room. The people didn't know. Eh, come and see grown-up Christians parking uh, money inside their pants. Like 
kucingku Insya Allah Pak Both men and women They are packing uh, They pack the money It's like the offering that has come no? They are sharing it with the church So they pack some inside the under of the panty So that it goes down But if you are tapping them You will not go under here Because under the tender sections of their underwear Is a little bit dangerous It's as if they are wearing pampers You see and if you have been there, instead of saying it, no, you wouldn't say. So then it continues. Then now you have joined them. So when they take 500, you also take 300. When they take 1,200, when they take 5,000, then you take 1,000. When they are criticizing the pastor and you go and say it, it's like, hey, you are the one who went to say what? You went to say what? And what will you do? What will you do? You are afraid to say it, but you are saying it. When they report it, you say, why did you go and say? But the Josephs, they will tell daddy, daddy, all is not well on the field. The people are talking against you. They say you don't care for them. You don't love them and so on. So sometimes when they go, the sheep, they will say that three are lost. But the three, they sold them to the Amorites. Yes. They sold them. They have all their money. They, you don't give them chop money. So they are taking advantage of that. When they come, daddy will blast them. Hey, you want to tell daddy what? Once he will beat you just now. You see, and the, 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 the effect of somebody who reports your evil deed was what? It made them hate him. Yes. They hated him yet the more. And one day when he went to visit them, they said, here come the dreamer. Foolish boy, you'll be reporting us to that. You will see something today. Yeah, they caught him and threw him into a, a, a dungeon and discussed whether they should kill him or sell him. Eventually, they sold him. You cannot imagine that you can sell your brother to media men. You who are here laughing, quack, 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 they've appointed you reverend, appointed you reverend. Hey. You told me your church is in front of a shop. It's not in a nice place. So as we are coming here, you like to come here. Now, Medwa Baha, what the front rower? Have I not dignified you, elevated you from the front of a shop? If you tell anybody a pastor, a man of God, and your quest, the quest, your church, it's like, oh, we just meet in front of a church at Mamobi. Now, say, today, I have lifted you from Mamobi, brought you to East Legon Hills into a cathedral with lights and ceiling and beautiful chairs look at the chair you are sitting on was it not plastic chairs you are sitting on and a hot canopy when you even go around there was even a big gutter by it with a lot of smelly things inside when you meet pastors and then they say oh this is also reverend reverend Francis or Sebus, you know, oh, 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 you are going back there. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I mean, oh, we are doing something small. <laughs> well, you are feeling shy. But now, as you have sit, sit, you have been seated here for some years, when they are calling men of God, your chest is out. You are now a man of God. What wrong can I do you? 
But you'll be shocked that just because somebody reported an evil deed, eh, you'll be surprised that you can sell your brother to the newsman. And when somebody is selling his brother, you you will be sitting down saying that, oh, his brother, he must have done something bad, bad. God, I don't know how come that they are selling him. Because, I mean, oh, your brother there. It's not the brother who. It's the one who is jealous and hurt by the reporting of his evil deeds. That has changed your face. And changed how you are. And amended your love. And appreciation for what we do. I'm saying it because when it starts, you can't easily feel that that's what is happening. Better people who are happier than you, I tell you, have been eliminated. Don't think that Satan is easier on you than somebody else. Don't think so. Swag, you are happy today, but I tell you, you can get to a place where you don't want to see, even hear my name. Me, my name. That's why I told the guy who said that, eh, the church is saying some things about him. The church. I jumped immediately and I said, what do you mean by the church? Have I made any announcement in the church about you before? No. So what do you mean by the church? I am, am I not the bishop of this church? If so, the church is doing something, is it not me who will do it? If four or five people are talking about you, does it mean that the church, I mean you just sentenced the church is talking about me. So, Tina. Tina travels from Keta. That's where she lives and works. She comes for rehearsals so she can sing with the Christians. No, you see, you are clapping, but I'm telling you something that this sacrifice you have made, you are making it in happy times. You are happy, making it because you love God. Or is it that I am the one who is using brainwashing techniques? Most me, I don't even know. I told her to go to the branch there. Pastor uh, Wisdom Mahiaga is in Te- Keta and he's building a cathedral there. And I said, Go and be in the church. No, I was a house in Okay. So, me, sometimes I used to think that she's coming because maybe she's coming to her mother or somebody. She's coming to the church to me. I didn't say you should come. I, uh, did I not refer you to Wisdom Mahiaga that you should go to the church? Eh? Yes, Bishop. Yeah, but tomorrow you will say that I use brainwashing techniques. Because yeah. the thing before you realize you used to come every day, you come from there, but there was pressure on you from the church. It's like Bishop, no, he won't say it clearly, but sometimes when you don't come, then you text him, you don't get a response, and then when you call him to the way he would talk, his voice would be very low. So you felt a subtle pressure. I'm talking about the pathology of offenses. Number four. When someone stands up to do something you are incapable of doing or not doing. I hope you are not on Facebook, I beg you. I'm talking to my children. 
I mean, feel free. Ate, no more. You don't get the message. When someone stands up to do what you are incapable of doing or not doing, in First Samuel seventeen twenty-eight, this is David has gone to the battlefield to go and see his brothers, and then uh, he heard Goliath taunting the armies of Israel of God, and then. He asked somebody that, ah, why is nobody standing up to this guy and beating him up? How can he defy the armies of the living God? This uncircumcised Philistine, no, only a casa rofusa. And then, and Eliab, look at what Eliab, and Eliab is, eldest brother heard when he spake unto the men. Verse 28. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, Why camest thou down hither? And with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thine heart. For thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, Why? What have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again as at the former times. Oh, he's now stood up that, oh, I'm going to, I want to go and face this Goliath. What will be given to the man who kills Goliath? And you are not standing up to Goliath to go and kill him. When somebody comes and then he is now saying that he's going to do it, then you are angry with the person. Sometimes there are people who are doing things. You will not do it well. You see? Center service, you will not do it. I used to even tell my former instrumentalists. These ones are not my old instrumentalists. So I used to have older ones. Older than you people that are now collective fans. Yeah, sons of Christians or fathers of Christians. I met them. I told them that. Every man of God has dedicated instrumentalists. Any man of God who, has, who is doing anything that is worthy of note, he has dedicated people who are coming. Some of them are in full-time ministry and other things. And that, I believe that God will give me people like that. And I hope that they are the ones. I had a meeting with them in the room upstairs at... Uh, no, uh, GRN, yes. And I said... I hope you are the one. But if not, God will raise up a group. Yes, and they will replace you. When they have rehearsal, they won't come. When they have rehearsal, we see that out of five people, only two are here. Rehearsal that begins at seven, you see that nine o'clock, they have not started. Nine thirty, they are now starting. Then by quarter to ten they have closed. Fifteen minutes, twenty minutes, I don't know how long, but it's like see that the music is working, but it's not working. Because it needs dedication. And this one, when they even came, I said, look, you people, you have to be dedicated. One service be, I bet no go. Your tone, your one, two, one, two, praises. First service, first. You can't know a quarter. Esroha. Prepare the aniadi. 
second service ends whatever then he'll be there and I used to well, he used to be asleep I used to warn him I said look <laughs> God will bring stones to, to, to do his work then one day I don't know how, what happened there. I don't know their heart changed they just came to me bishop I want us to, want you to know want to really help you anything you want us to do give us songs to play give us this to do this they humble themselves now they can't sing until I say sing this one Every day, this, even this evening, I got a text. What song should we sing? I didn't mind them. It's also part of the work. <laughs> ah, we are being led by the Spirit sometimes. Yesterday I was here, I was conducting the funeral service. Every song was moment by moment guidance from the Spirit. Everyone to do anything... It's like, I can't even tell what is going to happen next. I just wait to see what the Spirit is doing. And I said, do this. The heat that is born of the Spirit. Yes, he's like the wind. Blows where it listed. You hear the sound thereof. You don't know where it's coming from. You know where, where it's going. I feel now the say, I'm a list of songs. Sometimes I can give. Sometimes I don't have. Don't do me. Yes. And that's why you find that when... Uh, Lady Pastor Haida used to sing or any of these singers when they are going to sing they just stand on the stage they don't know what they are going to sing Bishop will sit down there and make a sound to the one who is playing and he will start playing the intro and you better know what he's playing and you sing it because that's what he wants two weeks in advance when I get to heaven say hey and the man you're ready <laughs> Sing now that I know, now that I know. He said, Hey, oh, I didn't know that you like that song. <laughs> so the helper is helping the one who is, and, and sometimes the one who is going to minister, he doesn't know where he's going, like the wind. It is as he's going and he takes a step. Like Abraham, get up, go out of your father's house. I will show you where, where I'll give you. So when you come out of your father's house, to the left or to the right, I don't know. Then he's okay. Then you have a, okay, then go right. Then you turn right. You can never be told that in advance that, okay, it is northeast. Okay, two miles here, then turn right. Then three kilometers, then turn left. Then 17 kilometers, continue straight. And then 18 kilometers, you, you turn right. There's nothing like that. Sometimes. And when the church descends into so much fixated orderliness, you see that the spirit disappears. My orthodox church. So that we can move by the spirit. Lekoma handiake subirinianas, Nikuatima indeli mikarades, Libaru mo sipiandili migataya, Ilo katandinimine. If somebody steps up to do something you were not doing, don't be jealous. You don't have time to wait. You don't have time to stay. 
somebody comes, even a new convert, or even like you, you, you know him as somebody, uh, he was minister of re, re, lakes and rivers girlfriend. And one person says, hey, Bishop, this girl, we have to be careful of her. Then the person will stay. The person is working. When you send, his, when you send he goes. When she goes. When you call, she comes. When she, you do this, she jumps. And so on. Now, you dear, you have left. When somebody steps up to do what you are not doing, or you are incapable of doing, your face can change. And when your face changes, you see that in the end, you become just like David's brothers. You are now angry at your brother. If it wasn't that David went ahead to kill Goliath, like by now, you will be slapping David. Number five. When praise for another is louder than yours, when the applause for someone is longer and, and more sustained than your applause, do you know what happened? When praise for someone went louder than another in First Samuel 18 and David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. He had killed Goliath and Saul set him over the men of war. There was no problem. So he set him over the men of war and, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul's servants. So Saul promoted him and everybody liked him from the soldiers to the servants to the king himself. There was no problem. But there's a problem coming. Just like there's no problem, but a problem can come. And listen to what happened. Verse 6. And it came to pass, and it will always come to pass. As they came, when David was returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, that the women came out of the cities of Israel, singing and dancing to meet King Saul with tablets, with joy, with instruments of music. Still there's no problem. And the women answered one another as they played and said, Saul has slain his thousands and David his ten thousands. And Saul was very wroth, and, and the saying displeased him, and they, that they have ascribed unto David ten thousands, and to me they have ascribed only but thousands. And he, and what more can he have more about the kingdom? And Saul eyed David from that day and forward. And he eyed David. Some of you are eyeing some people. <laughs> yes. You see, but when you are eyeing somebody in your heart, you are the only one who can see it. And in your heart, you have to check it and tell yourself that, hey, straighten your face. Stop the eyeing. Look straight. Are you eyeing someone? Yes. You see, between Abednego and Edward, they are very good singers. But there's a difference. Everybody has his place where he shines. I'm sure I can let Abednego sing um, no, no longer slaves to fear. Is that not so? But it will be different. Yes. Or oh, you don't get the message. It's not that he can't sing the song. And he knows that he can sing it. Can you not sing it? I'm sure he can sing it. But when Edward sings that song, 
I prefer it. I prefer it. I like the sound of his voice on that particular song. I like his voice, uh, Abednego's voice, on many, many, many songs that I don't like Edward's voice on. When he sings, Bononie, Bononie, Bononie. There's control. There's no struggle. Yes. When I get Nanesi on, uh, on, um, on, on a Sinatra song, or on uh, the girl who sang the Adomo's name, Dinah Hamilton. The other day I was saying that, hey, has Dinah Hamilton come to the church or something? When I turned, it was Nanesi, the one who was singing. But I don't, I don't particularly want her on, on one of these either songs. I tra- I've done uh, this thing with her. We all know when we get to a place that, no, we are not there. But I'm still working on it. The day I get to a certain place, the type of, because it's also a type of song, the person can sing it more comfortably. But when she's on Sinach, a home ground, yeah, 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 Bonibia, Nihon. And then you tend to say, hey, is this Sinach who has come to the church? Or, or yeah, Hamilton, Dinah Hamilton. So, so you are sitting there, you may not know that. And then you find say, ah, but why don't they also let Nanesi sing? Nanesi too is a, is a nice singer. So how come that I, I never see uh, this uh, no longer slave that Abednego is singing? Yeah, sometimes the people who are in the congregation, they form political parties around the people who are working. Has your face changed, my sister? Uh, It hasn't changed. Now, even through the mask, we can see faces that have changed. Yeah. And if somebody questions that, hey, why is your face like that? Immediately rearrange your face and rearrange yourself because it means something may have been spotted about your face. Because faces speak. Faces speak. God told Jeremiah, don't be afraid of their faces. If faces were not speaking, then why would he say you'd be afraid of their faces? Saul has killed uh, 1,000 and David has killed 10,000. Can you imagine that? The one who has led you to many battles. When David lifted a lamentation uh, 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 for, for, for King Saul, he said the beauty of Israel is slain upon the high places. How are the mighty fallen? Tell it not in God. Publish it not in the streets of Ashkelon. Lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice and the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. Ye mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew, neither let there be rain upon you, nor fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was vilely cast away, and the shield of Saul as though he was not anointed. What? Then he said, daughters of Israel, eh? weep for Saul, who clothed you with scarlets. I mean, he was talking about somebody who was great in Israel. You tell, you say that he has killed only thousand. That's why it lifted the jealousy, something that was not there. Because he was happy. He even gave his armor to David to go and fight. And when he came back after killing Goliath, he made him the captain of all the soldiers. 
What is wrong with that? Are you people, your faces, namunam social media. Hey, David has killed 10,000. Meanwhile, one giant pill is worth 10,000. It's like it's more than all the battles Saul has led you, all the things he has done for you, all the victories he has talked for you. It's, it's nothing. Now, Nam, who status or so. Hey! Some people have been there for a long time, but small boys are dangerous. <laughs> Hey, you these girls who like this, and when you see somebody with such post, you have to report it. That Casanchina Dawson on this person's post, Bishop, I think that we have to look at it very closely and and mark it very well. And your rating will go higher. Yes. There was no problem between Saul and David. It was a beautiful relationship. But the girls. I'm sure there's no problem between Abednego and Edward. But the girls. Oh, you got a voice. But I said, Bishop, because every time I say, Oh, Frabed, oh, Frabed, oh, Frabed, oh, my knee, Edward. By Edward, he had my side. Now, so I toss him. No, now the minimum we do come. Yeah. Now, you have to learn to flow with leadership because you are not the one led by God. You are not the one who has been made the bishop of the church. So the one who has been made a bishop, you have to flow with him. You have to support him. You have to tell the evil things to him. To strengthen his hand. Last week, we saw how the mighty men came together to strengthen the hand. Strengthen. Hey, I bet, I bet, hey, I bet. Because Otto, you got now. <laughs> he doesn't buy you got. On charge, yo. Sashay water. Thank you. But Edward, Otto, you got. Chocolate. Hey, wow. So often when some pastors are trying to orangulize or break away from a church, you see them sponsoring things. Your wedding, then they sponsor it. Yes, then they give you money, transport. Oh, just so that it's like because he sort of supports you financially, you know, it draws you into his camp. And you start to love him because of the money you get. But no matter who gives you money, you must always know who your shepherd is. Yes. You have to know who your shepherd is. Don't be confused. Don't allow confusion to come into your head. It's an evil spirit. Let me give you two more. We close. Number six. When you feel disrespected. Everybody has a level of respect. That he wants to be accorded. No matter how small they look. And no matter how insignificant a person looks. Everybody has some 
level of respect and something. So if the person feels disrespected, insulted, you have to deal with it. You say, ah, but what? Some people cannot stand it when you, 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 you face them in public at all or tease them publicly. Or this type of making Jesus Christ call some people dog. Now say me frau kotra. Is it a problem? <laughs> lizard, lizard, lizard. Jesus called some people dog. And when I said lizard, you have become so angry. Ah. No. Jesus calling somebody a dog does not give you the right to call people dog. Are you Jesus Christ? the fact that Bishop Eddie is preaching and he's calling people to stand and everything does not mean that you to hey stand up you see the way you are sitting down eh? hey share do you know what it takes to be able to get to a place where the people can be called and they will not run away from the church after and you know who are being called do you think it's anybody at all that we are just calling? Hey! One day a pastor was in a meeting and then um, some people were talking like he was trying to make a contribution and then a junior pastor, he was making a contribution then some other senior pastors were in the system and it's like they were, you know how sometimes people whisper and things that when you are making a contribution it sort of confuses your logic. So he just lifted and said, quiet, quiet, when I'm talking, don't talk. Hey! <laughs> hey! Small boy! You, you, hey, 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 when I'm talking, don't talk. Because he has heard Bishop Dark say, when I'm talking, don't talk. <laughs> It was not easy for him at all. And it will not be easy, and it shouldn't be easy. Send your pain for Kayano. When near Chi Atra when in town. Yes. You don't like verses, so we are using proverbs to teach you. Please sit down. You don't know that we even say please to people. Get up. Sit down. Hey, person can be your father. Because you are the pastor. Pastor doesn't mean you disrespect the gray-headed. You have to learn how to speak. You can treat the elder as a father. Excuse me, daddy, please. Mommy. There are people in my church I call them mommy. Ma, how are you? Mommy, how, how is it? Because older, my mother type of people. How can I, I'm their bishop. But I cannot just be shouting at them or be talking to them anyhow. Hey. Excuse me, you, are, you sleep too much when I'm preaching, eh? Hey. If you see an elderly person sleeping, you just overlook it and just go. Thank God Poda is sitting down coolly like that. It's enough. 
Let's allow them to sleep. When you also, even you have not grown old, you are go for meetings, you also sleep. Because older people occasionally something falls on their eyes and then they go and then they come back. Yes. It's not disrespect or that they don't appreciate your anointing, but it is how the body, yes, the body is like that. Yes, it's the season of their lives. Anything I'm paying for can a boo baby say or quadana with the uh cotanya siaba. Who meat pie I was a triangle. Hey So everybody has a level of respect they expect to be accorded. Yes. In Second Kings 5, Naaman had come to Israel to meet Elisha. Verse 9. So Naaman came with his horses and with his chariots and stood at the door of the house of Elisha. And Elisha sent a messenger unto him saying, Go and wash in Jordan seven times and thy flesh shall come again to thee and thou shalt be clean. But Naaman was wroth, angry, and went away. And said, Behold, I thought he would surely come out to meet me, to me, and stand, and call on the name of the Lord his God, and strike his hand over the place, and recover the leper. Are not Abana and Fapa rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel? May I not wash in them and be clean? So he turned and went away in a rage. And his servants came near and spake unto him and said, My father, if the prophet had bid thee do some great thing, wouldest thou not have done it? How much rather then when he said to thee, Wash and be clean? Then he went down and washed and then he became clean. You see, but because he felt disrespected, he was walking away with his leprosy. He was walking, he became angry and was walking away. Sometimes people leave the church because they feel disrespected. They didn't mind me. And what happens? When that response to disrespect runs its full course, it leads to your leprosy remaining with you. And there are people, you are supposed to be anointed, but you walk away without anointing. Because maybe they put you on the second row or the third row. One of the, I pray always on my heart that if I go for a meeting, Actually, the Bible says it that when you go for a program, don't look for the chief seats because it is better that you are sitting at the lower place than for the, and then for them to bring you higher than for you to sit at the higher place and for them to say, friend, please go to the back. It's in the Bible. All of them are in the Bible. So whatever program, whether our own, give thyself holy, whatever, I asked them, where should I sit? Thursday I was at the launch of Bishop Interfu's book. When I went to the meeting, I, I, was, I was going to sit. In fact, I went, I was entering through the back. The people said, no, we won't allow you to pass through the back. I said, oh, I'm, I'm just past. And even my people were at the back. I wanted to go and say hello to them before. I said, oh, no, but we like you to. Your seat is here. So they forced me through the front. And then I had to come in front of everybody and go and sit on the particular. They put their hand on a chair that this is your chair. Then I sat down. 
Sitting can change your face. Unika into any problem, but parking where you can park your car can even bump you off. They will assure you, you prefer the front because that's why you, your eyes are not so good, so you can't see well. Then the man says, No, sit at them. Nana Kram Swaya, sometimes rough, sir. <laughs> even this evening, I have to move and say, Hey, brother, go back, go back, go back. Now, I feel why you say headmaster be. Well, I could see him on the screen that, ah, what's this big, burly person who is moving around and waving his hand at people? I say, Hey, go back, go back, go back. Allow them to be free small. I'm not mask, sir. We are okay. Like some grown up with their children, I say, Hey, and that's some crammy. As a spiritual headmaster, <laughs> no spiritual housemaster. So you should wear your mask. But I mean, so the person can just the way he's waving his hand at you. I've been on an aeroplane before, and I was sitting at the far back, and the lady I wanted to ask for something. So an American uh, United Airlines or one of these aeroplanes. Delta, and then I said, "Excuse me, <laughs> excuse me." She 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 looked at me. <laughs> she said, "Relax, I'm coming." And and she is elderly too, Maamekakra. So when she walked towards where I was seated, then she bent down. Sir, you don't have to snap your finger at me. When I'm saying yes, yes, sir, madam. <laughs> Hey, Ghana need the child of our attention. Of burning sanusa. Hey, excuse me, excuse me, Pacho. Here, Bramim, you only be, you only be. Me here, you and Pacho. Excuse me, sir. You don't have to snap. You don't have to snap your finger at me that way, okay? <laughs> yes, sir, madam. <laughs> You don't have a car. You don't have any proper job. You are not earning anything. That's why you are humble. They say you are humble. Or you think you are humble. But in your job, and then you have some three people in your section that you are their supervisor. Now, your salary has come. 11,255. When you are coming to church, well, OJ eleven thousand, and you have a car. That's when we see your humility. There's only shame. So if you say you are humble, you have no choice. Do you understand? You have no choice. Some makeshift kiosk be corner be what man will be. Obekas or your humble abode. Why? Why not? Hum, your humble abode. 
you have no other description for it because Zacchaeus kuna okra won't lock or you lock it with a nail that you have bent. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Because anybody who wants to enter, he should enter. Anything he wants to take, he can take. Why will it not be your humble abode? It's your humble abode. That's why you look humble. Because you don't have anything. But pride fills people who have achieved something. Yes. Then you see that after you don't respect. A pastor is calling you, you are walking away. You see, you don't know how you can respond like that. Everybody has a threshold of disrespect that when people cross it, you react very badly. Can't even imagine it. But you see, you are humble when even though you have been elevated and you have prospered and you have something, you live in a good place, you drive a nice car, you wear nice clothing, you smell good, you look good. Yes. You wear designer things. And still, Anasha can say, please, this way. And you follow him humbly. You know how to be abased and how to abound. But for some of you, it takes just a little disrespect. That's it. Now you always sit at the back. Just because you were not given your usual front seat. Or that they moved you when somebody came and then they said go to the back or even because all here is filled. So, okay, then they tried that then they put you at the side. It's like, I came early. I wanted to sit here. That's why I came early. Look at where they put me. Then from that moment, you can't hear anything that is being preached. Your countenance has fallen. Naaman said, "Ah, I've come from Syria to look for you. You will not even come out of your house to me. What kind of disrespectful man of God is this? Then you tell me that I should go and wash in the Jordan of all the rivers when I have better rivers in Abana and Fapa. Why didn't you go and swim in it? Go and fall inside and see whether they can cleanse leprosy. (laughs) Elisha did not even come and look at his face. Tell him to go and wash in the Jordan. That's all. And that's it. So brothers and sisters, let us pray like the the disciples prayed. Lord, increase our faith. Because when Jesus told them that you should not be offended, neither should you hold multiple offenses. Yes. He said, Lord, increase our faith. Because if we have to forgive somebody 70 times, 7 times, then we need faith, Pat. Because the faith, you know, we don't have faith that can make us endure this type of thing. And when Jesus saw that the woman endured offenses, serial offenses, and stood her ground in the midst of a very hot, insulting, derogatory remark to illustrate a point with her own life and the life of a child, when Jesus saw that she was still standing, he said, Oh woman, great is your faith. 
that you can still be standing here and as I'm talking, disciples have tried to sack you, everything has been thrown at you, you are still standing here. It means that you have great faith. And then he said to her that now you can be healed. Go your way, your daughter is healed. I've seen that you have great faith. Disciples said, Lord, increase our faith. Then Jesus said, if you have faith as small as a grain of master seed, he said, uh, you can say to this sycamine tree to be plucked from the root and be thrown into the sea. And it will happen exactly what you have said. So it meant that Jesus was saying, the faith that you need to throw a sycamine tree into the sea is the same faith that is used to overcome offenses and overcome all kinds of serial hurts. And when he can see that you have overcome serial hurts, then he says that now you have faith for healing. But we are looking for faith for healing, but we are not seeing that it is demonstrated in your ability to overcome offenses and ability to overcome serial sins. Father, help us. Increase our faith in this wise. For the tempter is always tempting us and making us fall. Fall by the wayside into all kinds of hurts and offenses. I pray now for healing. Lift your hand. Healing is coming your way. Father, heal our hearts. Heal our hearts. Makundi idabala, sukandili midala, zia keturi ima shandili migaruda, satuko pawadia, le kondasimia, kadeye kasule maranda. Lift your hand and pray, Lord, increase my faith. Increase my faith even to the level of a master seed. A little faith in God can make you see that all things work together for good to them that love the Lord. A little faith in God can make you see that though he slay you, yet you can trust in him. And it will be well with you. A little faith in God will let you see that in everything I must give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning me. A little faith in God makes you survive whatever is thrown at you. Whatever offense, whatever somebody does, does not shift you from the place of experiencing supernatural deliverances. From demonic oppression. Kayandolima. Rapandolima. Kayadere. Zuria Mahande. Kandilimaro. Ropandinimikea. Zibiades. Haninge Chaligebaro. Sobrigale. Iamandele Korate. Zie Kabara. Rontaligebea. Sufandilimike. Blessed be God. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Lift your hand. Father, bless everyone. Deliver us from this evil of offenses. That eliminates us from the place of deliverance and blessing. I pray for everyone. I pray for myself. Pray for everyone. Lord, you prayed for Peter. You knew that he could be offended. You knew that he could fall away. You knew. You said, all of you will be offended because of me tomorrow. And though he was vehemently resisting it, you told him he would deny you three times. But you declare to him that you have prayed for him that his faith will not fail and that when he is converted, he will he should strengthen his brethren. Therefore, I'm praying for these ones that are here. Deliver them from the tempter, from the one that comes to sow bitterness in our hearts, 
in the name of Jesus. For the one that makes us turn against our brothers and makes us murder our brothers and makes us betray our brothers and makes us sell our brothers to the foreigners and makes us sell our own brothers to people that can destroy them. I pray for that healing. Heal our hearts, Lord. Heal our hearts, Lord. Heal our hearts, Lord. Right now in the name of Jesus, whatever seed has been sown already in our hearts, I pray that by your supernatural implement, I pray that you remove it from our hearts and heal us of every pain. I thank you, mighty God, in Jesus' name. I want us all to pray a prayer. Say after me, Heavenly Father. I thank you for today. Please forgive me for all my sins, all my wicked ways, all my hurts, offenses, pain that I have harbored for years. Heal me of them, Lord, and deliver me from them in the name of Jesus. Help me, Lord, to serve you, to follow you for the rest of my days. I give you thanks. I give you thanks in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. We believe you have been challenged by this powerful leadership session with Bishop Eddie Addy. God richly bless you.